Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. So this topic is incredibly fascinating to me, which is the psychology of current real estate investing. And I want to use a couple examples. Now, first of all, I'm a retired psychologist, so I, I practiced for over 30 years. But I just want to talk about what I think is happening right now with real estate. So let's take a couple examples. The first as an investor, the first as a regular home buyer. So let's assume for a moment you found a duplex that was in that three hundred to three hundred fifty thousand dollar range on the east coast of Canada. Let's assume that when you look at the numbers and and you look at the cap rates and so on, it, it's highly under um, you know utilized in the sense of rentals. It's not, it doesn't have a lot of CapEx, meaning there's not a lot that needs to be fixed, perhaps $10,000 in total to put it into, you know, probably B plus quality and it's got good structural soundness to it. Now, if you think of that number, $350,000 today, let's assume after you pay all your expenses, mortgages, absolutely everything, you have a contingency for vacancy and so on. You're left with $1,500 a month or $18,000 a year as the investment. And that's on a $350,000 house. And let's assume you're going to be putting $100,000 down and you'll be getting $18,000 a year back. But when you look at that investment, you think to yourself, well, prices are dropping. First of all, interest rates are going up. So maybe I should lock this in and buy this, and, you know, try to do something. But The second part of your brain, which is really starting to have an impact on people, is this issue of catching a falling knife. So if if housing prices are dropping and you buy this for say 340, I would say 325, let's say 300, and you buy it for 300, you say, well, what if it's for sale? What, What if I could buy it for 250 in a month or two? Or in February, what if it's for sale for 200? You know, I'm, I'm overpaying. And when you hear the pundits or the the bank people tell you, they will say, well, I know there was an article a week or two ago from a major bank consultant who said, you know, in his opinion, the real estate was going to drop another 25%. Now, I, I listen to these things a bit like a comedy show because, you know, if you're working for a bank in that kind of a capacity, I won't comment, just to say, take whatever people say with a grain of salt and secondly no one can predict the future so let's assume for a moment that that does happen that the property could have been purchased for say two hundred thousand six months from now is that a bad thing 
Well, you may think so. You may you may say to yourself, well, I you know I lost a hundred thousand. I guess you could think about it, but that's not really the truth. The truth is the truth is you bought a sound investment. You're making incredible return on your investment. You have a five-year lock-in rate, say even at five and a half or five today percent, but you're you're making a great profit on that, and you have a great building. Who cares? The problem is the psychological pull of catching a falling knife, thinking, well, gosh, I'm overpaying because everything keeps dropping. You decide what you would do, and I kind of know what I would do, but you decide what you would do if you're faced with a situation such as that. The second, and probably the one that we're seeing all across the country today, right now, is again, a person deciding to purchase a home for themselves or their family because they have to, they have to move for family reasons or they have to move because they're working, they actually have to go into work or they're a hands-on type of, of uh, person. And they look at a $400,000 house and if the experts are correct, that means the price of that house could drop by $100,000. And if I buy now, I'm going to be really in trouble because first of all when it comes to renewing my mortgage if the price is still 300000 or the value the bank might want more down to protect themselves because they can do that if interest rates go up and that happens I may not be able to afford to live here but the point is where I'm living now as a rental is okay I have a fixed rent I know how much I'm paying every month I can put money aside in a bank I don't have to move. I don't have to take on all that risk, incredible risk of house prices continuing to fall. So I would submit that psychologically, the person who's buying a home to live in is more impacted by this than anything else. Now, overlaying all of these thoughts are the fact that we have a shortage of housing. And in fact, builders are stopping to build because there are projects that are being completed so if you had half a deck you're going to finish your deck or if you start building a house you may finish that house because you're half finished and you're committed but we're seeing more and more of those kind of situations even those struggle for completion so on the one hand you don't want to catch a falling knife on the other hand you know there's a house shorted so when things do turn around it's going to get really really expensive probably someday don't know when that day is because remember, being right at the wrong time, you're still wrong. So to summarize, this is what we're seeing, I'm thinking, I'm feeling psychologically today, is the issue of overpaying, the uncertainty, not wanting to miss out, because if I purchase a house, I'm going to miss out on that special deal I could get perhaps six months from now. And, that, and that's really, I think, driving the personal purchase market. When it comes to investments, I think what's driving it is people are forgetting to look at value and how they assess value. My $300,000 example would tell you that the value is there. If you can invest 100000 and make $18,000 a year on that property, say 10 of which is tax sheltered because of depreciation that's an incredible return and so all those other pushes and pulls that you get with you know the catching falling knife idea not wanting to miss out on better bargains down the road 
uncertainty about in interest rates. None of that should really matter if you're a true investor. So I'll leave you with this thought. No one knows what's going to happen tomorrow, although we do know that right now, um, at the high end of house prices, and I consider anything over 400000 sorry, high end, the more the higher you go up, the more likely you're going to see some some pushback on those numbers. We'll have to see. But what my point is for today, and I'll close with this, don't forget the psychological impacts of what's happening today in real estate investing. Um, how do you feel about it? What do you see around you? And how do you think that impacts your impacts your future decision making? I'm Hank for Shrink Money Advice. You have an amazing day, and we'll talk again next time. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 